Yeah. All right. What's uh, up? It's uh, whew, we're up. It is um, coffee o'clock. It is coffee o'clock. We've got a, a large thermos, and uh, we've almost drank an entire pot of coffee today. It's a miracle we're not dead. <laughs> yet, <coughs> yet, baby. That large thud you heard was the thermos. Oh uh, yeah, it is a. It's a big boy, or I won't gender type the <laughs> coffee thermos. Uh, and this uh, is only day one. Or, day two for me. Uh, screw you, Monday worker. Uh, yeah, I, I saw, Okay, day two for me, yeah, too. I work Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pumped out like two stories on Saturday, so that's pretty good. It does feel like being pumped out. I feel like a, uh, some kind of a, a big, well, less valuable than a big well of oil. So like a big well of... Content? Okay, well, that's definitely less valuable than oil. <laughs> well, oil's sinking all the time these days. That's true. Well, great. We're, we're on the rides, baby. Might be getting there. Might Coming be getting for close. you, oil. Uh, yeah, so we've done a, we've already done a lot of work, and we've still got a lot more to do. But this is... And it uh, never feels like it's enough. Um, uh, it definitely does not. I still feel like we're leaving stuff on the table. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Championship Week, I think we talked about it in the last podcast. It's just it's a lot of fun, I think. You know, I think definitely for the schools and the students and the, the community and all that, uh, it's fun for us. You know, you, uh, you look for special things um, uh, when it comes to covering sports. Uh, you know, so many times the the routine just you know people want to sometimes make it a story. It's it's just oftentimes not. It's just it's the routine. Um, championship games. Uh, you know, I don't care how many times any team gets there. Um, I don't care if you're the '70s Montreal Canadiens or whatever. Like it's they're still special. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a a habit by uh, mm, I I don't want to say just old people, but mm, mostly old people. Uh, sports writers, obviously, that uh, uh, that sports doesn't seem fun for them anymore. And I feel like if you're doing what we do and sports is not fun for you, then I I, I don't know don't know what you're doing because you're not doing it for the money. <laughs> so uh, this is I mean this is the kind of thing that I think that you know uh, I don't know I don't know if you you don't go to journalism school necessarily dreaming about covering a you know a high school football game in a small town or whatever, but this kind of thing, this is the, you know, this is the stuff that's real easy to, to get up for, you know, um, it's extremely exciting. And it's, you know, you really can, it, you know, going to the games, you know, having been at the last, I don't know, it feels like 10,000 Serrano games, or whatever, you really can get like a feel for just like how exciting this is, not just for the kids, I mean, most importantly for the kids, obviously, but just for the community. I mean, there were, you know, easily a thousand people at, the game last week an hour before kickoff and it was 33 degrees outside i mean that's like that's that's amazing that that happened um that's awesome and i think it's just cool to be able to take kind of like really to take a full week you know and really appreciate what both of these schools and both of these programs have really been able to do not just this year but you know last year too and the year before that that's amazing yeah you know i've talked to a a couple of the area coaches trying to write some different things you know area coaches outside of serrano no kills and, uh, you know, they both said, or a lot of them have said, you know, this might look easy just because these teams have gotten, you know, almost to the same level uh, two years in a row. You know, Oak Hill's uh, capped out at the semis last year. Um, but it's, it's just, it's not easy. No. It's, it's So, I mean, yeah, appreciate it for what it is. It's, it's special. And uh, like we talked about in the last podcast, I mean, for us, it's always kind of like, you know, are we hyping this up too much? Is this, do people really care? Because, you know, I think there's a, a lot of, Apathy is probably the wrong word because uh, I never really like it when people are like, "Oh, sporting event is happening. You should have gone and supported it." I mean, there's just there's so yeah. many uh, niche interests in our uh, world today, and you can spend 
you know, forever doing or researching them or whatever uh, with the internet and, you know, whatever it is uh, that interests you. Um, but yeah, it feels like this is, uh, I feel like we've gotten a great response on social media. Our stories are getting a lot of clicks. Um, talking to the coaches, it seems like there's a, you know, a lot of excitement. I've, the coaches I talk to, they're, they're excited for both teams. You know, mm, so even though these yeah. teams have gone to battle with each other and these coaches, um, you know, maybe, maybe like each other, maybe don't, you know, I don't know, but, uh, they're, they're just excited for those teams, the high desert as a whole, you know, all that stuff. So that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, this is our niche interest, you know, this us, is it, yeah. this is it, you know? So yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you can really overhype something like this or really, really anything. Uh, you know, I mean, I think just the term overhype just means that someone is talking about something you don't care about more than you want them to talk about it. And that's, uh, you know, pretty stupid. Just uh, don't listen to them anymore. You can turn off this podcast at any time. <laughs> you can. I think. Uh, I mean, wow, that'd be an awful feature in your phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going <laughs> to listen to this forever. You're going to miss the cliffhanger at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, wow, spoiling a cliffhanger. That's incredible. I like that. But Or foreshadowing alert, maybe. Yeah, oh, I didn't right. spoil anything. Right, right, right. Uh, Jacob yeah. is in peril at the end. <laughs> and at the end? I think Phil is in peril right now. Uh, I think something that this also, this week gives an opportunity to do is to, you know, do stories that maybe we don't, well, uh, well, we really don't even have time for them this week, but we are forcing ourselves to have yeah, time for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, like, we, we always wish we could do a, a ton more. and there's A, just, a ton more, especially know. this past year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a reason to do things now. Um, it would be great to have maybe addressed some of the stories that we're doing now, uh, you know, weeks ago. But it's just, it's not necessarily possible. So. Yep. So, uh, yeah. We have a big wish list. And, uh, it is large. Yeah. It is... Uh, it's now Christmas, and we're knocking some of those off. Heck, yeah. So let's see. Let's kind of recap what we've done so far. So let's see. Uh, yesterday was the luncheon day. So that's, uh, you know, captains, right? Captains from each team and the coaches. Yeah, they get, they get to decide. Uh, Oak Hills took two players. Uh, Saron took four, I believe. Yeah, they took all. See, I know last year I think Saron took all their captains. Um, and that makes yeah, sense. I think all, all all six players represented were senior seniors. Okay, um, yeah. and that's another thing that you know I kind of wish we would have time to cover. I mean, my urge is always that we should be out at those things, even like. But you know, I do look at it and say that that's kind of like superfluous in a way. We can get a logistically, good... it doesn't make sense really, yeah. especially um, with all the other stuff we have to do. Yeah, it's all not about opportunity cost. Yeah, um, I covered a pretty good one of those. Uh, Whenever Barstow made it to the uh, championship, someone good game. spoke at yours, right? <laughs> Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's freaking great. Yeah, I remember. Uh, there was uh, no Pete Carroll. I remember this Pete year. Carroll going around to every table and shaking hands wow. with all the players. That's pretty incredible. And uh, Talilo Tofi, the uh, Barstow quarterback, just a, a really big kid and uh, definitely a kid I thought should have gone on and played football someplace. I don't think he did, but I mean, just had the body type where you're like, oh man, I mean, you know, he's big and muscular now. If he, if he uh, kid looks like a football player. Yeah, if he if he actualizes. Uh, you know, even more down the road, then he's, he's going to be even more of a football player. Uh, there definitely are, no offense to the high desert football players, but there's a lack, I guess, of football players in the high desert where you look at them and you say, that's a football player. Yeah, the size that's, is not yeah. really a thing up here. Yeah. It's just not. Um, I mean, that, I mean, that, again, that's not meant to be a, a slight. It's just, just reality. Yep. Um, there definitely are a couple of kids where you're like, uh, Oh yeah, you know that uh, that kid's 
looks like you can play Division One football. He's he's big. He's a giant human being. Yeah, I think for me, where my you know the uh, the first high school football game I ever went to and actually watched the football game was a was in Texas between two pretty bad teams and so like whatever and so then I came here and you know so the first game I watched here was Silverado Apple Valley and he was like I don't know this they look like high school football players uh just this last this year I went to see Upland play I don't even remember who they played but it was just like holy crap these guys are not don't look like high schoolers you know they look like freaking kids in college and that's really when you realize it's like oh wow the kids up there are pretty pretty small or comparatively or whatever i mean half these kids are bigger than i am still you know so whatever yeah but but anyway so i remember pete carroll uh, shaking talibo toby's hand going oh hey you're you're a big boy (laughs) so that was that was fun and funny um so yeah that was that was kind of cool that was my first experience with the championship game so i was pretty naive as to what was even going to happen there it felt like something i definitely should go to and i was glad i did that worked out for me that uh, uh vince williams i believe drove uh Barstow AD, yeah. and I was uh, in their van, and that was a uh, good. So I got to get work done on the way to and from, and like you know, on the way back, uh, I'm sitting there typing on my laptop, and uh, I say, "Okay, Demario Webb, uh, uh, what'd you think of uh, the the speech out there?" <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, that's... great. Got your quote right here. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a luxury, I think, to cover it. And it's nice for, I think, bigger publication. Our, ours is so targeted, these two teams. Um, we don't need to go to get access. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like the LA Times or something where it's like 15 teams. Yeah, who or... wants to kind of get a general sense of everybody and, right. and all that. Then, yeah, it's good to, to be able to, or like the sun even, that you know. Yeah. Although, has... this year, <laughs> uh, we're it in their coverage area. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Boom! Suck it, San Bernardino! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, oh, I yeah, got, right. got some quotes from uh, uh, Jeremiah Lorick and uh, Sultan Sullivan. They, they said they enjoyed their time there. And that was that. Um, Be really interesting. Uh, the lead that I went with was kind of riffing on the fact that uh, you know it's two high desert teams. And they had to go all the way to Long Beach to have this press conference and luncheon. And you know, I asked jokingly to like Ray and uh, Sultan and. And Jeremiah, like, oh, you know, did, did you guys ever think you could just, like, you know, go to oh, Del Taco Del Taco and Hesperia and meet up there? But, yeah, not the same. Not a CIF function, I guess. And not free food then, so. Yeah, unless Ray's springing for that. <laughs> Doubted. Cheapo. <laughs> Speaking of Ray, hey, that's a good segue. Uh, I got to talk to Ray for a little bit today. Not as long as I would have liked to. Although, I feel like that's... Uh, that was like that last year too. I think that's just like you know, could probably sit and talk to Ray about football and probably pretty much anything for pretty much forever. Yeah, very um, insightful dude. Yeah, it's just got a really good presence. It's very, it's very different than uh, I don't know, than really anybody else that I interview up here. Uh, yeah, very intelligent about the game, but like, um, it definitely has his priorities straight. And that's not to say that any other coach in the high desert doesn't. But I, you know, I don't know what it is about Ray that it's just. I, I don't know how else to say it, just that, uh, you know, he wants to win, definitely, but, like, I think it's it's still about the kids. He's got He's a very competitive, good perspective. but it, it yeah. is about, still about the kids. Yeah, he doesn't take it too seriously. You know, I think it's just, it's just a matter of having been around long enough, and, you know, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think that he's probably... veteran presence. The thing is, I think he's probably... I don't, don't think he is. I know he's, he's always been that way. You know, you read, like I read today, this article from uh, the 
LA Times about Serrano from 2001 and described him basically the exact same way that I would think of him now. And he'd only been in the gig, well, okay, 10 years at the time, which is not <laughs> no time. That is a long time for high school. But, coach. you know, I mean, like, that, they hadn't been great for very long. You know, their playoff streak started in 1998, um, so that was only three years old at the time. Um, it's just the just the way he is, the kind of guy he is. Anyway, that that turned into you know an okay story. I think that could have been better had you know we had a little more time to do it. Uh, but it's nice to get a chance again. That's another one of those things where it's like, oh man, we really should do a story on Ray since you know he's been here for literally forever. Um, and so you know, this gave us an opportunity to do that. Him and his publicist just keep hounding. Yeah, us about, I know. When uh, are we gonna get? Uh, our oh, covers? when do we get to talk to the press? Uh, yeah, when he, do we get our Vanity Fair cover? Uh, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised at how, uh, you know, I thought that I was going to have to lobby a little bit to get him to talk to me about, you know, him. Uh, He's just not the kind of guy that, you know, draws attention to himself very often. But if you ask the question, he's, you know, good to answer it. Um, And I remember uh, writing the the preview before he got his uh, 200th win in the regular season finale last last year. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was... Same, similar sort of uh, questions, I think, in some ways, uh, talking about, you know, himself and his history and that stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, yeah, so that's that. We did that story today. And then Matt wrote a story about um, about kind of the, I don't know, how would you say it? The magnitude of the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the magnitude of the game. Right. So, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, like I've said, you know, I'm always worried that, like, you know, you're, you're sitting on the edge of a cliff. Uh, you think at least like you're putting your foot out there like uh, is there solid ground here is our uh, hypothesis correct and you know, I feel like we have taken that step and there there is solid ground and uh, uh, nobody is that I've talked to is backing down that this is the biggest game in high desert history um, which that's that's very cool that that's happening now in our lifetimes and we are, we're gonna see it and other other people um, are and can should go um, yeah, you know, I always just sort of worry that like maybe there's some matchup for some high desert two high desert teams we don't remember or that and nobody seems to remember that. It's hard for me to believe. I I think Barstow has a championship in the 60s and other than that, I think you know, Serrano has their one championship and a bunch of uh, appearances in championship games and um Excelsior has a an eight-man championship. It's pretty much it. I I think that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't Obviously, think there's so many new-ish teams. I mean, you know, right. in Sultana opened mid-90s. Yeah, I mean, even Serrano, which is now, like, relatively old, is 70, 78, I think, it's their first varsity team. Um, that's really not that long ago. Yeah, uh, I think we've had such a population explosion here. Yeah, so a lot of new high schools. So I think, I don't know, things are, di- things are, things are different now, um, so... I think it's also easier for these teams to be competitive now than it than it used to be, certainly. So, yeah. and you know, I, I think we uh, we talked a little bit about that topic um, on our last podcast, and yeah. and uh, certainly there have been some other big games with these two teams. I think that only that only plays into it. I mean, there's a bit of a rivalry there. It's not just like if I don't know, like Granite Hills and Serrano met. You know, right. if Granite Hills was. Yeah, championship game. Just or if Serrano and Burroughs had met, it wouldn't have been the same thing, you know? Because yeah. that, that's something that could have been possible. That, that's, that's a little bit of a rivalry. That's a, yeah. they've, they've, met, they've had some entertaining games in the past. They met in a semifinal, I think, um, some years ago. So, 
Yeah, but it's, I mean, these two teams have sort of been on a collision course since, like, pretty much day one. Like, it really feels like Oak Hills has always stepped to the plate and sort of gone after Serrano, which, uh, you know, credit to them. If you want to be the best, you got to beat them. So um, they've had, you know, definitely a little bit of luck, good fortune, and opening that school and getting all the kids that they did and just getting a lot of talent. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's about running a program, too, and they've uh, clearly done a good job at that. Yeah, and I think that is probably fair to mention that Serrano has also had some luck getting kids as well. Uh, you know, before Adelanto opened especially, you know, a lot of the kids out in that area. You know, again, in this L.A. Times story, they're talking about uh, that Serrano would get kids from some town that's, you know, a 40-minute drive away or whatever because not just because of not just because of the athletics obviously but the academics there have always been better I mean yeah. and by by and large so I think it's uh, I think a lot of people you know uh, like to to latch on to you know Oak Hills and their transfers and you know whatever um, it's important to remember this Serrano's almost certainly doing the same stuff and we just don't know about it um, so I mean, you—it's—it's it's, to me, it's—it's it's one of those things where you can decide to care about something like that, or you can decide to not care about something like that. And I—I I do not care about something like that. Uh, so you know, I think that—that that, you know, focusing on something like that just just takes away from the the kids and what they're doing and what's yeah. actually happening in an actual football game. Yeah, and I think there's. You know, there's some animosity between these two teams. I still think there's like a, a good, healthy respect. Yeah, to... it's. I, I think so too. It's definitely more like that. It's very yeah. respectful rivalry. Um, but I think it's cool. I think that's fun. You know, I think that that. I don't know. It, it's cool that the two best programs in the area, you know, are like that they go up against each other. They like that they're the two best teams. You know, that that's that's um, the set status they're at. It's something that's not. I didn't put this in the, my story slash column today about it, but uh, and we'll explore it a little bit more uh, later this week. I think um, this is probably the last time this is going to happen. I mean, yeah. never say never. I told Leland Newdy that, and he's like, "Well, never say never." And Leland Newdy's been through. Never the, say uh, never again. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's been through uh, probably a lot of nevers that have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come mean to, like uh, come to Leland Uti will never coach Victor <laughs> Valley again. <laughs> well, that, those, those two. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's just mathematically, if you're looking at the possibilities, they're most likely going to change up uh, the structure of the playoffs. I, th- I think we probably talked about that before. We have, yeah. Uh, I think that this is probably – there's a good chance this is both these teams' last really good chance at winning a title for yeah, a very good chance, long time. A good chance for either one of them. Um, uh Obviously, even more so for two high desert teams to to be in yep. in the same in different brackets to set up where they can go uh, a path into the championship game. So, um, yeah, I mean, just look at it mathematically. And of course, we haven't seen that play out yet. I'm just sort of guesstimating. And but if you, you know, if we have, you know, what like six high desert teams, maybe seven um, each year. And they're spread out across, I don't know, like three different divisions. You know, you just do the math. and. Yep. Not as good a chance. So, I guess the thing is, is to just appreciate what you're getting this year because you're not getting it again. <laughs> or at least assume you're not going to get it again. Hey, you know, I'd be happy to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a pretty good pretty good overview. So, you basically, the is there anything else that I didn't hit? Yeah. Okay. Um, still, still more, more to write. Right. Uh, we're gonna get off of this and uh, write some more, and uh, then wake up tomorrow and write some more, and uh, write some more right up until uh, 
we leave this place on Friday uh, evening. Yep. And, also uh, had uh, Sultan Sullivan and Armis Aldridge in uh, in the office tonight, mm-hmm. and that was great. Yeah. Uh, again, that sort of a respectful rivalry type thing. You know, those are two friends. Those are the two running backs. Obviously, Sultan with Serrano and uh, Armis with uh, Oak Hills. Obviously, huge parts of their their team's success this year. Sultan, uh, especially with uh, three thousand plus yards, um, and uh, very good friends. They they. Uh, Played on the same uh, youth team, have uh, been pretty pretty good friends for like four or five years now. And Which uh, youth team was that? I did Storm, I want to okay. say. So, yeah, again, it's cool to see and uh, to, uh, you know, I think they have a good attitude about it. They're very supportive of each other. Um, and like, I, I think I asked them, you know, probably similar questions a million different ways, trying to probe them, like, how, how is this possible? What, what are you guys going to do after the game? Are you guys going to, like, is it going to hug? Is it going to be awkward? And I'm just pretty supportive of each other. Yeah, I think that in a lot of ways, the uh, attitude towards sports at most levels, and especially in high school, has really gotten a lot better, even just in our lifetimes, you know, like it. It's not taken as seriously, uh, I don't think, as it used to be. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I think it's often said in a negative way. But, I mean, you know, just this feels like people just have a much better perspective on it than they used to. I remember when we were talking to, like, you know, coaches at the beginning of the year doing previews that, like, you know, especially, you know, the one that really struck me the most was uh, the Adelanto head coach who's just, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, love football, you know, and he played in college, whatever, and it's just, you know, the number one thing I want these guys to know is that they're not going to play football forever, and so, you know, what's important is what happens after, and it's like, yeah, that's, that is important, you know, but this game is huge and really exciting, you know, but I think it's one of those things that it's like, it's great if you take it positively, and if you turn it into something that's not that, then it, there's no point in doing it yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think social media changes that a lot, you know, these kids are, uh, uh, in some cases have gone like you know Armis and Sultan have gone to the same schools you know middle schools or whatever at some yeah. point and they stay in touch and excuse me it's obviously a lot easier to do that on social media Facebook Twitter and it's harder to hate people. somebody you know yeah that's true too I, you know I think of the shining example of that is Gino Mistandria I cannot remember covering you know, former Oak Hills uh, great receiver slash running back slash whatever um, freak <laughs> athlete man yeah just incredible um and I think I, I can't remember covering a game for Oak Hills where I didn't see him like having a, a you know at least a couple minute chat with somebody from the other team that he knew. Uh, it didn't matter if it was a high desert team or not. Like I just feel like Gino's just the most socially outgoing part, one of the most socially outgoing people that I know. So it's just not surprising it's his personality. But you know he'd he'd always be chatting and it always felt like the coach was like, "Come on, Gino, we gotta go to the huddle. We gotta." You know, post game breakdown. <laughs> you can talk to him on Twitter later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, positive kid. Uh, uh, you know, pretty uh, pretty positive uh, when it comes to other teams as well. So yeah, so we're gonna do another podcast tomorrow, and then one again the next day. So if you have any you know questions or anything you want us answered, you can hit us up on on Twitter or via email, whatever. Um, I will put both of our twitter handles i usually do in uh the post for this podcast so if you're listening to this you should be able to find them pretty easily um so. yeah i found out that armis's mom follows at least me on twitter probably you too i think so well, i don't know maybe <laughs> uh i this will actually be the first time i've ever seen oak hills play football so that's pretty that's, exciting yeah that's pretty crazy this is the last team the last big school team to check off my list so no better way to do it i guess
Right. Um, okay, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for, for now. And, yeah, so we're going to do another couple podcasts and plenty more posts and stuff, uh, you know. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I guess we weren't really sure where, where to take this one. But, yeah, that's pretty good. Just talk about, like, our experience of Championship Week. Not that, again, this is not about us. But, not uh, at all. We're not going to make it that way either. Yeah. But uh, if you I are going to be... kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. Maybe yeah. People, maybe people are a little bit interested in. If not, skip, we're not this, gonna... <laughs> skip this podcast. We'll have more uh, on the teams, the matchups, you know, coming up. So. No, no, really helpful to tell them to skip the podcast after the podcast is over. That's nice. <laughs> We've got a timeshare to sell you too. <laughs> um, woo! Uh, oh, that coffee, man! I am not going to sleep again. Jeez. Oh, well, probably this for week. the best. Yeah. Uh, I felt like there was something else, but I guess it wasn't that important because I uh, can't think of it. So, um, oh yeah, if you're going to be at the game on Friday, you should uh, hit us up. I'd like to, you know. Say hi to some people yeah, that sure, have yeah. been listening and to we'll, this all we'll year. Probably try to get out there early. I'm not really sure what. To my yeah, my plan is to be there as early as Jeff will let us leave. Yeah, pretty early. Yeah. So we plan to be there well before kickoff. You know, maybe we can do some some video stuff before the game, and you know, be nice to talk to some people if you guys are there. So say hi, whether it's a coach, a a fan, whatever. I've had a couple of people come up to me, and you know, just say hi or whatever, and I really appreciate that. I think that's cool. Cause that's what we're doing it for. God knows we're not doing this. Well, mostly not for us. Partially for us. Yeah. This is fun. A little bit. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, God willing, we'll yeah, talk to you whatever, guys tomorrow. Whatever tomorrow is, I guess. No, no, it's not even midnight yet. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Woo.